All right, Brent, let's do this as duos. Uh, Welcome to No Forecast, episode 211. 211. It's almost 311. 100 episodes from 311. Hell yeah. June 5th, 2022. All right, so waiting on uh, Richard to catch up with us. Uh, He's got a little bit of technical issues going on. Yeah, yeah. In this episode, we're going to go over the, the new Sega Mini console. Announced uh, a day or two ago. Uh, yep. Your first look at that weird Sonic Frontier gameplay. <laughs> uh, we roll into that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet release date and more. Uh, Sony had a pretty big state of play recently. And then uh, it seems like our weekly June Game Pass games, as well as our June games with gold and PS Plus games. Yeah. Uh, I am not the host, as I'm not the baby from Dinosaurs. <laughs> or not the mama. There we go. That was what I was aiming for. Uh, I'm going to kick this off for us. It's uh, Cesar Conception, which is me. And over to my immediate right, and maybe Brant's standing person there is yep. Brant. Yeah, which I just called. Yeah, him. what's up? Yeah, yeah. you're, you're as, as much of a host as Richard. I am not the hostess with the mostest. I'm not <laughs> sure if that's a uh, the mass quote or not, but it seems like it would be. It'd be all right. Yeah, so while we wait for uh, Richard to join us, hopefully, maybe, fingers crossed, uh, let's go ahead and roll into that news. Yeah, we, so, got, we got that rumble about, you know, those people that were working, that worked with the, the last Sega Mini console, and they were going to come out this week, and they were going to give us that Dreamcast Mini, right, Cesar? Is that what they did? Always, always with that, uh, with the completed version of a Castlevania game. <laughs> uh, that supposedly leaked out that you yeah. have a copy of running which is just what you over in the overworld or something like that yeah i never could get it to work richard i think he said it was going to try but I, yeah. I i could never get it to unzip properly and burn to a disc right so yeah it's probably one of those ones that you have to boot up of an iso or something like that it's probably like yeah but those gd roms were difficult yeah they were uh, to get finic- games finicky they're weird one one gigabyte disc so it's like what you said, Brent. Um, had an announcement for it was like a couple days ago. It's coming out October twenty seventh for nine thousand nine hundred eighty yen, which is what like like eighty bucks. Mm, yeah, take. yeah, it's around eighty ish. Um, it's gonna come with a uh, fifty Sega and then surprisingly uh, or Sega slash Mega CD games and Genesis games. And this, I think those were the added bonus this time, right? Because the last yeah. one we had was just Genesis games, correct? Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not a lot of. People were expecting like a, a Dreamcast Mini, but instead they just announced the uh, Mega Drive Mark II. Two. Yeah, Mark II. Yeah, it's it's basically yeah, it's it's Sega repeating their <laughs> like past mistakes. They just keep re-releasing the uh, the Genesis as they did in the past. I'm okay with it as long as we get different it's, games. Hey, so. yeah, when yeah. they announced all these games, which we'll go over in a second, um, I. I Hell, I can't complain. There's there's some good ones, and there's what they announced eleven out of fifty titles. Eleven were yeah. They showed the the, the cards for eleven of them uh, out of the fifty or so. So, um, going over this list here, and this is off uh, Gematsu from the good old Sour Mono. Um, uh, the resolutions are going to be respectively 720p and 480p. Uh, the cartridge title so far announced, which is there are six of them, are Bonds of Brothers, which I'm a fan of. Fantasy Zone, which I'm a fan of. Magical Taro Toku, Shining which in the is, Darkness. Which is apparently a Game Freak game. It's like an action platformer 
game, it actually looks pretty good. I'd take a look at it and look at it yet. Uh, Thunder Force 4, which I'm very familiar with. I'm always up for shoot 'em ups. Uh, the good old Virtua Racing. And then they announced, I think, five of those were going to be Sega slash yeah. Mega CD. I mean, I wish we just called them Mega CD and Mega Drive. Just have one thing. But um, Mansion of Hidden Souls. Uh, Popful Mail, which I'm a huge fan of. I love Popful Mail. I played it back in the Sega CD when I was a kid. Uh, it was a working designs translation, so it was butchered, but neither <laughs> here or there. Uh, Shining Force CD, uh, brought to you by your folks at Camelot. Uh, where they made their uh, Golden Sun games. Uh, Still Feed, another shooter. Very good one. Uh, and that one's Treasure, I believe, right? Is that a Treasure game? Mm, I, I believe so. It's like one of their early ones. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot 'em ups at least. Uh, and then Sonic the Hedgehog CD, which was the staple for the Mega CD back in the day. That great, great opening Sonic Boom and uh, the first appearance of Amy, some bastardized <laughs> version of her. Uh, like a cave. Yeah. Um, they also announced that they were going to come out with the Tower Mini 2, uh, as well as the Sega C- Mega CD uh, expansion set that comes with it all. And you get the whole fancy, yeah. big-ass yeah. thing you put on the shelf. Yeah, the version version 2 of the Mega CD. Um, the, what is it, virtual racing cartridge that kind of plugs in there along with a uh, 32X. Uh, the Sega CD opens up, and they've got like a little mock um, Sonic cd in there so it's it's a cool little thing just for collectors i mean uh we didn't get it announced for us over here um i assume that if it does get announced we might not get that um that add-on pack because they didn't over here last time we just got the mini we didn't get the uh little cosmetic pack yeah yeah and like i said uh in some of these i think we I'm fairly certain a lot of these titles, titles were also released in the West. Like I said, I know there's an English version of Pop Film out there, um, mm-hmm. which is oddly enough owned by Sega, but they never bought it here themselves. But yeah, hopefully we'll see something of it. I'm, I'm, Brand, I'm sure we'll get it, but we might get some kind of bastardized version of it. So with a different let's, set of games, probably. Well, yeah, let's hope not. I mean, uh, and with them adding Sega CD games, I mean, there's <laughs> there's a lot of like trash just FMV games on the, the Sega CD. But then there's also great games like Snatcher. Let's hope this thing gets Snatcher on it, you know? That'd be it's nice. A, yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's dream, dream big. <laughs> dream big. These are big dreams, sir. All right. Uh, I think that covers everything. Yeah, and outside yep. of that, you know, and they're also going to have an additional six-button controller. Yeah. And um, um, I think right now you can still, you might still be able to get it from Amazon Japan and ship to the U.S., but... Again, that cosmetic pack doesn't doesn't seem to be available outside of Japan. I did I did pre-order as soon as it, it landed on Amazon Japan's. Mm. So I do have it pre-ordered. Uh, I didn't care much for getting the cosmetic pack, uh, which I think is neat. I just don't think it's thirty dollars. Yeah, I that's my decision. Some people might feel differently about it. All right. Uh, next up is the Sonic Frontiers, uh, the first trailer channel, Zelda and Horizon franchises. Oh, <laughs> from uh, that's a big. I don't know if I have. It was me that had the stroke, or you did. I was trying to read it. Uh, this is all from the Verge Ash Parish. Um, I did not watch this live. Did you? Uh, I didn't. I watched. I watched it afterwards, and then 
was that a couple days later, IGN had the um, the first actual like gameplay, and then a couple more days later, they had the combat trailer. So I saw both of I've saw I've seen all three of the videos, yeah. but I've not seen I didn't watch it live. I, I went back and watched a couple of it. It, it looks rough, man. Um, <laughs> it's it, it, they. Re- I'm really surprised. Wow, I'm really surprised they showed this. Yeah. I, I, I would have been comfortable they showed this and then announced it's coming out next year. Um, yeah. I'm just worried because it's coming out this fall and this is what we're seeing. Yeah. Uh, unless they are going to have the public beg beg them, like, please push this back. Yeah. To um, me, it, it, it looked, as far as environment-wise, it looked good. I see a lot of people complaining that it looks rather generic. Um, Sonic kind of looks out of place, but it's a 3D Sonic game. I was about to say it's a 3D Sonic game. Um, to me, it looked good, but they, yeah, the, the pop in was, was absolutely terrible. I mean, Sonic would be like running and stuff would just pop up like right in front of him or right next to him, uh, as he's approaching something. And I mean, it's not like way off in the distance or anything like that. It's, it's right up in his face. So that's, it was pretty rough. So going through this article from Ash, uh, they did this announcement, uh, the not E3, but also sort of not kind of E3 Games Fest. Sonic Team released an extremely short teaser of Sonic Frontiers, which we were discussing in detail here. Uh, I know there's a vocal set of the game community that hates with when a new vaguely open world game gets shown and the gaming press calls it Breath of the Wild meets so-and-so. Uh, but like they stated in this article, it does get that appearance that it does look like Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn. Very much so. Created a Sonic game as their main character and just disregard every other main character yep. from the both games. Everything uh, down to the soft piano. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely um, a lot of uh, inspirations in that game right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, in it, Sonic free, front, uh, free runs across light drenched flower strewn landscapes dotted with futuristic looking ruins. Wow, that's a mouthful. Even though the several games have featured Sonic roaming in a boundary, boundaryless world, the aesthetic and frontiers is so widely different from previous 3D Sonic games. It looks more realistic than Sonic Adventures. 06, the Bastard version, and then Unleashed. And the briefest glimpses of the gameplay appears that the blue brother is slightly less constrained by a forced 3D and 2D perspectives of the early games. As he looks, he gets to run open to a truly open world. So like they mentioned before, this may be the first one that looks like it'll be an open world. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, that remains to be seen because, you know, they've, they've pulled the wool, the wool over our eyes before. Um, there's going to be more. They know there's going to be more of the Sonic Frontiers can be shown throughout game Summer's Game Fest. Um, and I think that's everything that the, the article covers here, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, we pretty much discussed it right there. I mean, it, it looks interesting. It definitely does not look original. Yeah. Um, since, since then, like I said, they, they put out that traversal trailer and it showed like Sonic climbing a tower and which it looked cool um, up to certain points. I mean, he, you have different ways to traverse things. They've got the grinding. They've got the little... Um, like boost rings that you can go through and just run up the side of things. But then they had like Sonic climbing, just like free climbing it at one point. It looked kind of weird. I know that trailer was more geared towards traversal. Uh, The main thing I noticed is that the world seems rather empty. It seems rather vast and not a lot going on. There's a bunch of little puzzles and things I guess you can do, but they seemed rather simple as well. And then, yes, I think it was Friday. They they released Thursday or Friday. They released that combat trailer showed kind of some Sonic's different moves. Like he can 
run around them and make this kind of like energy. Um, and just kind of that his regular signature jump spin kind of thing. So, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, some of the staples are there, like the, the spin moves and uh, the springs and, you know, the speed, you know, the speed dash, spin dash, all that. I mean, some of that stuff's in there. So, and like I said, they, and you're right. They do add some of the traversal climbing and stuff like that. That does look odd. Like you spring up there and then you stop mid midway and then they expect you to climb yeah. the rest of the way. And so, I don't know. If, if it's done well, sure. You know, I mean, I don't mind, you know, people making fun with just the game as long as they do it well and it's not just like this is boring. So, yeah. I mean, they've had time to develop this well. I, I don't know. It still looks rough, so I'm hoping they'll push it back. Um, we just get a, a very good Sonic game versus um, a broken Sonic game. And we got to wait till it goes 20 bucks before we can play a, a non uh, balanced Wonderland version of Sonic. So, um, hopefully, we can avoid that. So, um, on to other news. Uh, I guess, Brant, since you are the <laughs> Nintendo slash Pokemon slash Animal Crossing slash Splatoon ambassador expert correspondent, Kami-sama, uh, we're going to let you uh, go over to this next article right here and talk about um, it's launching in November, a day after my birthday. A late yeah. Birthday, yeah. Uh, so they had a little Pokemon um I don't know if it was just a it wasn't even a direct or anything. It was just a Pokemon Scarlet um, Violet announcement thing, which they did uh, announce that November 18th uh, is when they are targeting for the Pokemon's uh, release. I believe that's like a world worldwide release. Um, They the new trailer showed off a lot of different aspects, uh, including it looks like there's a little bit more customization to your characters. Um, there's two new professors, um, depending on which version of the game you get, uh, male and a female professors. And there's multiplayer, uh, for you and up to four friends, I guess, can join the, join the game and explore, um, explore the world together or apart. They did announce that it is a more open world experience. You will not be uh, tethered or uh, anything to, to the story. You can kind of explore at your own pace and then continue with the story however you like. Uh, and of course, they showed off the uh, legendaries. So the new, the two new legendaries uh, have their names here. Uh, Coriodon and Mira... Miradon, they look rather odd, kind of like lizards, uh, with their chest popped up. Um, and I think I read something they're like supposed to be based on like bicycles or something. They look really odd. They look really, really odd. Sounds like a Toriyami type thing. Yeah. Like they took it from the world of Dragon Ball, like something based off of real life objects or something. Um, and really, uh, aside from them coming out later and showing off um, some other some other Pokemon, like there was a pig, like a little round pig, and they, his name is Lachunk. Um, just a little tiny, big round pig, and that got a p- bunch of people's attention for some reason. Uh, what, was, what was the other one, Lachunk, and what was the other pig, uh, like the mouse-based one, or was like? 
Lamouse or Mouse yeah, or... I can't remember. I can't remember what the mouse was. Oh, God, that was like the one like you had to like. I saw the tweet from Pokemon. They're like, like one, retweet the other. Yeah, and I forgot what it was. It was it was like a bastard version of Pikachu. Um, there's always there's always a electric rodent in the in some way, shape, or form. They add yeah. something. God since bless Pikachu. Everyone. Yeah, since Pikachu, they've added like. A little mouse, a squirrel, and some other stuff that are also like little electric rodents. Um, but other than that, I mean, we still we still haven't seen a lot of the like the combat or um, what the gyms are going to be based on and things like that. They still have that pretty pretty wide open. So seems like they have changed up the formula this time, even more so than uh, was it. Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield kind of shook a lot up. Um, yeah. It was like a mixed bag. A lot of people loved it, but some people, even more people hate it. So, um, I know they, I think Arceus was with the right direction. I think a lot of people loved Arceus. I seem yeah. like to unite the Pokemon community. So, hopefully, I guess they, like you mentioned on here, hopefully they'll add a little bit of that in there. Uh, I'm not a Pokemon expert, so I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I know there's some very vocal people on Twitter on dead pokemon games and how they're handled now so yeah um yeah but this is a pretty big year man it's another uh heavy hitter from nintendo i mean they, at the end of this article they noted that you know in five days you know you got mars strikers and mm-hmm. you know, i haven't gotten a month i haven't gotten a chance to play that demo have you no it's weird right it's only like it's, an hour it's, and it's like at 11 o'clock at night or something yeah, too it's I, I, I think they, it, it sucks for us because we're in the eastern time zone and i think yeah. they were trying to get something I don't know, man. Eastern time zones, I've already uh, acknowledged that it's the inferior time zone. Yeah. Mount, mountain and Pacific is the proper ones because uh, a lot of my entertainment needs are provided to me are based off Pacific time zones. So a lot of times yeah. I'm doing something at midnight. I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pure torture. <laughs> screw, the, screw that. No more. But yeah, like uh, you're saying, we get, what, Mario Striker, Xenoblade... That's a platoon. Mars Strikers, yeah. I think I got so. Mars Strikers pre-ordered. Are you jumping on that, or are you going to hold off and wait? I really wanted to to play it and try it out. I may, I just may go ahead and get it though. See, you're a Nintendo man. Buy every fucking release. Let's go. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Shit, you know. Just just have faith. It's not going to suck. I mean, they they haven't delivered a bad one yet this year. So, uh, I mean, Mario Tennis Aces was not this year from this, you and this year. Yeah. <laughs> you said this, this year. year. Said yeah. This year. year. But yeah, main mainline uh, Mario sports titles. Uh, golf was kind of was kind of rough too when it released. Yeah, but that's so. those those were both by Camelot. But I have faith in this one. This one should be next level, right? The same people who did Luigi's Mansion. They've done the yeah. other games, so yeah, so. they've so they're tried and true. So. But I'm with you. Yeah, I mean the last two sports titles is they've been very non. I mean they've been very organic where they like all right here's a basic version. We're just gonna update it as we go along. Because I mean they're still adding content to you know golf and i guess tennis is done at some point so uh i remember going on twitter how much people love mario tennis on the switch i don't get it i hated it when it first came out but apparently they that game's a fixed game now so i, I don't know yeah. a lot of people have love for it on twitter so i haven't played in years so i don't know how well it's turned out but you know a lot of people are still angry at the golf game so you know they <laughs> the game i think it's the one that everybody remembers fondly and i played a lot of the GameCube one myself so yeah but yeah, thanks, Brent, uh, for that rundown from our Pokemon correspondent here. All this will be November 18th in Violet and Scarlet. Uh, next up, we had a Sony State of Play. 
Yeah, um, just just skip the very first one because I don't know why they, of course, put the last thing of the show first, and then everything else seems to be in order. So we'll just oh. go. We'll, we'll we'll circle back. <laughs> and this is from the Aranus uh, IGN article, which lists everything but one everything but one thing in order. Um, this was a big one, man. Uh, they yeah. mentioned before then that this was going to be mostly third party, and they had it sprinkles of first party in there. Um, as well as some PSVR stuff. Uh, this is probably the first one that I didn't leave disappointed. Uh, that I, I always come to these disappointed, ready for disappointment, and then leave like, eh, you know, because they've been trying to get off this Nintendo Direct vibe for years, and it seems like if they do it like this, I think they got it. Yeah. Uh, so the first one up was surprisingly was the Resident Evil 4 remake, which is officially announced to come out March 24th. Hey, there he goes. We get a different backdrop. The gentleman. Wearing a Chicago just, Cubs uh, hat, <laughs> Chicago Cubs fan. Just in time now. for Richard the Sony Birdman. State of Play. Yep. But yeah, uh, shit looks good. Shit looks real good. I I already beat the original Resident Evil Four, so I don't care anymore. So. <laughs> hey, hey, Ashley's an up upgrade. She looks better. Hopefully, she's not as she looks, she looks like an as adult. Whiny, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't like a, a like a twelve year old with a twenty four year old head. Yeah. Um, I mean, they show glimpses. I mean, a lot of it was like homages to the iconic scenes we saw in the Resident Evil 4, right? I mean, yeah. the, the emergence of the village, you know, him looking for the president's daughter in the photo. And, yeah, um, it, that, it that looked was like much it. very early, like the beginning where he's yeah riding in the car, looking at the photo. And, yeah, there were those flashes of of some other scenes. But it was it was basically, yeah, more than. Nothing more than just, yeah, hey, look, here you go. Here's your first look. Because we, we've known for a year or so. No. Two years. Yeah. No. Because this game has been in development for a little while, and then there was some kind of disagreement about the direction, and they kind of started over. Yeah. So They had an original studio that did the Resident Evil 3 remake, which was a mixed bag for some people. And was a what m2 or something and it was like a not m.2 but it was like m something some mm-hmm. kind of weird name and then they were going to do this resident evil 4 one and they did not like the direction it was going so they pulled it and returned it internally which i think was with the resident evil 2 team uh and i know that they they mentioned that there was going to be a reworking of the storyline reimagining um mm-hmm. so but I, I guess we'll get that later hopefully in the next couple months probably on the storyline yeah, but we did get that big big announcement that this was going to be uh um, that did was this the one that they said that was also going to be in PSVR too? Yeah, it's yep. it, it's target yeah. release date is March twenty first of or March twenty fourth of next year twenty twenty three. All three twenty four uh, twenty twenty three. Oh god, <laughs> they own that early. They own that early window. You and anyway. uh, PSVR uh, two compatible. Yeah, and that led into our next. I think I was on mute before. You're good. Okay, yeah, you're fine. That led into our next announcement, which uh, which was Resident Evil Village is getting that VR treatment. It's funny uh, that it didn't launch with that. Well, I, I think this is only for VR two. Yeah. So I, I think they just straight went in. They wanted probably thought about it, and then they were probably told by t- Sony, "Hey, don't develop it for the other VR. Why don't you take a look at our new VR?" Yeah. yeah. So resources better served elsewhere at that time too mm-hmm. which uh, it looked cool i might go through it i've already been in once so sure why not <laughs> big vampire lady in vr yeah. what could go wrong 
I mean, it looked good. The little tree. I mean, if it looks like look up at the vampire lady in VR headset. I mean, they're all tiny OLED screen. So I mean, I imagine if it look, yeah. if I don't get that blur effect that I get on the regular VR. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down. Like you know? the screen door effect. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. you know you're looking at a screen up close. So it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just I being never, too. I never really noticed that, but I, I wonder now with Quest Two experience, if I were to go back to PlayStation VR, how it would how it would look compared to the, the quest yeah the quest 2 has a better screen so i don't think mm-hmm. you get it as intense so it, it's, you're probably gonna go back to like maybe like oh. <laughs> i'm so glad vr still a thing and they're still supporting it and it's you know i want more yeah. backwards compatibility announcements and things like that but it's yeah. uh, full steam ahead yeah because you've seen that like they're pushing back a little bit on the meta quest vr you know where they you know we we got that article where they were jumping all those millions into it and then they came out with an article like two weeks later like all right they're pushing back on it and i'm gonna invest much into it anymore so right it was like uh the writing was on the wall type of thing like they just realized they're like we're blowing all this money and it's not working you know so because they sell a shit ton of them but i get i've told you about that 30 percent code they send me yeah. one like every two or three weeks like buy software how, buy software that's how they're losing money i yeah. guess it, but it's only well, me. I mean, like out of out of my friend group that has one, it's like it's always me. I'm like, dang. And I've bought well, the like, I bought the heavy hitters. Speaking of Resident Evil Four, I think a lot, a lot of that's because you know they're selling those headsets at a loss, cost loss. So you know. Yeah. So uh, part of that is you know and they're not selling software like that. So you know there's uh, backdoor channels where uh, Richard's playing Beat Saber without buying Beat Saber. So you know. <laughs> it's a superior Beat Saber, and it's yeah, also a dedicated Virtual Boy machine. Yeah. I mean. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that because that's a Nintendo-owned product. But, you know, like, there's some stuff that, you know, like, hey, a lot of people want these B-Saber songs. You should come up with maybe, like, a subscription service or something like that. Pay $10 a month try to get some of these people on. Yeah, because they sell those song packs. And I've never been tempted yeah. to. After I found that Moonrider, I was like, why would I go do this? Yeah, I can, yeah. I can literally load up any song. Why pay so much money for a handful of songs when you can get anything you want? So Right. Exactly. Uh, on the and hopefully this is still in order. So the next up was that uh we got that weird Street Fighter Six first gameplay reveal. Yeah. Uh, it was like an open world element to it. Yeah. I'm like, what is this person running around doing? I thought that was the game, but then I'm like, I know that's Chun Li. Is this some sort of like spinoff type like thing we're getting? Street Fighter crossed with Splatoon. I yeah. I really like the I really like the character designs. This is the first one they changed it up in a while. I do like these character designs yeah. a lot. Um. But I agree. I thought I was getting excited because I was like, yes, Final Fight in 3D. I was like, yeah, because like, I saw Metro <laughs> City and, you know, Haggard and the, up there. I was like, yes, Final Fight. Because, like, you had your little, like, a, your own avatar that was created when you were running around. But I guess it was yeah. just that new character. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember that Mortal but, I mean, Kombat it, that had, like, an open world element? Like, you were running. Well, <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't combine with a 2D fighter. It yeah. was like a, yeah. It was a dedicated two-player 3D brawler type thing. Yeah. I mean, if you play like any Arxis fighting game, they all have like these chibi open world games where you run around and and it's not really open world. It's kind of like a lobby. Um, yeah, and it's like, but more like, of an interactive lobby simulator. It's like yeah. an easier way not to have a lobby simulator because you can go like, oh, I can play one arcade mode. Or I can go versus mode. And, you know, if you've done the versus mode, like everybody in there is chibi, chibi form and then you're running up to fight each other and you can interact with the, you know, the online <laughs> lobby in there and stuff. So. <laughs> Puzzle like you're fighter. just sitting there waiting for your turn. It's like it's a weird, like weird Pokemon versus type thing. Um, but yeah, so the, the, uh, they did come back and say that this is coming out on all systems this time. Finally, not a Street Fighter that's locked down the PlayStation. 
Uh, it's going to be That's on good. your PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. I guess this is not coming out to the standard Xbox. Uh, I guess you had to. They only listen Series uh, X and S. But why PS4? Uh, but I would. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. I guess they Weird. maybe with some deal with Sony. I don't know. It could be, you know, I mean, that's that's like a Microsoft thing. Remember, they were having that, like, the Rise of the Tomb Raider on there type thing. So, hopefully, it runs yeah. well on there. But uh, it's being built on that Capcom's uh, RE engine, which I still call the Resident Evil engine, which I'm sure that's what it's called. Um, yeah, the, maybe, even the logo has, like, a Resident Evil. It's a horror-looking, like, a hand over a moon or something, isn't yeah. it? it was, it's cool. All this takes the uh, Roman numeral 6 and flip it on the side. So, I mean, that's all they did with it, so. I was like, all right, I, I get it. It looks nice. I, yeah, I mean, it showed the what? It showed Jamie. It showed Ryu, Chun Li, Luke, and then somebody leaked the whole roster online. So, <laughs> oh, is, like, are all the all the expected characters in there? Uh, they, I think there's like 20 characters. Or something. I'm I'm assuming they probably leaked out what's coming with the game because you know they're always going to come out with oh, like yeah. uh, fighter packs, the add-on passes. So I think it was like 22 characters that leaked out. I'm assuming everything leaked out. So I. I think there was a hand like maybe four or five new characters but majority of them were like returning favorites but like i love all the character designs they're great they're completely different than they what they seen. it's like a, it's like a all it's like an homage to street fighter 3 where they when when they came out with street fighter 3 they came back and like changed up like how everybody looked then i like the bearded was i like the bearded ryu oh yeah the, the almost old man ryu saw <laughs> uh, saw comparisons to jack black online <laughs> it, was pretty, it was a pretty yeah. close image yeah, it's like um, there's no guile in this one, right? I don't I don't think that leaked one. They didn't have a guile, so fighter pack one. Surprising. Maybe he's a uh, he's re- maybe he's retired finally. I don't know. Uh, next up, we got to look at some. They, this is the whole PSVR two part, right? Where they just went over a couple games. Yeah, no, um, that was just one game. Uh, this was this was the third one out of here because they the, the Resident Evil ones were the VR ones, and then they went yeah. into the, the exclusive Horizon Call of the Mountain. Yeah. And then the, uh, this oof. one also is the the new game, game plus for Forbidden <laughs> West. But yeah, Call of the Mountain looks damn good too. You're yeah. al- you're always looking for that killer app, right? You're looking for that reason to justify what's going to be what three hundred, three fifty, four hundred dollars. Yeah, probably <laughs> closer to four. <laughs> people are estimating. Higher. Yeah, people estimating around four to five hundred. Four ninety nine, I think. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean. <laughs> this looks worthy. You're looking at I like mean, Medal of Honor. You're looking at Half-Life Alex. You're looking at those type experiences that can only be done in VR. And we just saw, you know, we saw snippets, but this looked like a legit experience. It's not yeah. some, it's not some side shoot bastard project of any kind. They even showed like, it looked like you could still like climb and traverse stuff. So it, it may be like completely open world. So yeah, <laughs> It's like going to be the rafting yeah, I mean, like yeah. they were on the raft and I'm looking at the water around there and, and just imagine a lot of the gameplay clips like where they had the dinosaurs coming at you and things like that it was very corridor like a very if you go back and rewatch that trailer they it centers up those monsters all the yeah. time and I think that's one of the issues with VR that you can't quite convey like when I saw that raft I'm just thinking about looking behind me and like you know where did we come from where are we where are we headed on the channels like there's there's so much more immersion to being in those worlds in vr outside of just what you see like if you haven't strapped on goggles and experienced what that 360 immersion is like 
those clips don't really sell it. But as I'm looking at, you know, kind of how they're focusing the camera and stuff like that, I'm like, man, this is going to be, this is going to be wild. <laughs> There's going to be all kinds of stuff in here. And that, like Brant said with the traversal, it just looks, and that's, that's one of the, the best things in, uh, in VR is like holding on to the, the back button on the quest controller. I guess the, the PlayStation move controllers had it too, but like grabbing hold of something is a very satisfying, it translates very well to VR and that move, that type of movement. I know Half-Life Alex has a bunch of those, but I have not played yeah. a game. Yeah. I think with like, you, it's like you mentioned with this new hardware, I think we're going to get a, a big step in the VR world. Uh, very excited. And the one cable. One cable yeah. still. I'm like, that's doable. I'm okay with the one cable, yeah, because that's e- I mean, it's USB C. Um, it's easy to unplug, pack up. It's not like the VR where you have like a whole separate unit with different mm-hmm. video input outputs. It yep adds to the difficulty. So you know, especially when there's different generations with you know HDR on, HDR off, and it's yeah, it's that was a tangled web. That was a tangled web last generation. I had like. I had HDMI ports that were labeled a certain way, so I wouldn't have to undo everything. And then I had to, because I had to try to get HDR out of that original set that I had. And so I'd have a little bypass set up for when I was playing HDR games versus the the headset. And just, I'm glad we're past that. I'll, I would definitely take the one cable simplicity. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I've got one from the Oculus Link. So I'm hoping that's compatible because it's a high bandwidth. I'm sure it's going to be a high bandwidth cable that, that comes with it. But it'd be nice to have some some longer options. You know, if you're not right up on your system. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a standard USB-C, I'm sure it'd be fine. I mean, because, you know, it's like you mentioned before, you have USB-C for data only. You have USB-C that can do, do data and power. So as long as power delivery. Data and power, I imagine it does everything. So yeah, power I, delivery. I, I would think it has to be data plus. and power. Yeah. Because if you're in the Quest ecosystem, it, it doesn't take long before you have to have some sort of battery thing. You know, I bought a special third party headset that has like a USB-C battery on it that you can connect into that Quest charging port because if you get into one of those songs or you're playing you know middle of honor or resident evil or something you're getting like an hour and a half you gotta yeah, so you're not gonna you're not gonna last very long that's the life you live richard you just go and you plug in the quest and then you get in your in your uh, tesla put on auto drive and you're just in the car like this <laughs> as you drive, drive down, down the road, road. Would, that's driving down ballsy. the road vr yeah. that's ballsy <laughs> yes that's the that's you get that one cop that looks like, like now nah, i gotta put them all pull them over like yeah, I can't let this happen. You'll never know if something <laughs> happens. You'll never know what hits you. You just you're in that you died in that universe. If you yeah. die in the quest in the Tesla, you die in real. Life. <laughs> yeah, you take off a helmet. And you're like, oh god, dear god, you put the helmet back on. Final destination VR. Where am I at? Oh god, <laughs> just so much chaos. Um, and then they gave us like a like a accolades type trailer for you know what Horizon Forbidden West. Got a new mm. game plus update. Um, which added a slew of options, which was performance mode, transmog, a way to reset your skills, an ultra hard difficulty, which I will not be playing, uh, new no. game plus, new no game thanks. plus trophies, and more. Uh, the update will also add a new herbalist vendor. Sure, I guess you just got to call it that one herbalist vendor. I'm going to run up to him like, hey, I heard about you. Tell me herbs. You're the person selling the herbs. Yeah. <laughs> herbs. Are you a vendor of herbs? <laughs> And you got improved temporal anti-analyzing. Um, and they, I think the update went like right before the state of play started. We were getting those yeah. notifications on Twitter that, that something was getting pushed, uh, an update from Horizon. Um, a bit of a leaked announcement of sorts. And luckily for me, I think I put like the first hour in Horizon uh, Forbidden West. So and I'm glad I now kind of just waited. So like I got a more tailored version of the game now. So 
I'm like 10 hours into that first one. I need to go back to that first one. I kind of want to go back because I, I think when I was playing the second one, I was like, I remember vaguely remember this. My memory's not as, I mean, there's so much fucking content out there for me to memorize that. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, like when I was in high school, like I could, I, when I worked uh, at a certain grocery store as a bagger and got paid weekly, I remember going weekly, every paycheck to go buy like the first, like a DVD set of like Cowboy Bebop. I bought like volume one, volume two, and I had a, it took me like four weeks to buy it because like those things were like 35 bucks uh, for four episodes or something like that. Um, People forget like, early DVDs were expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing with like games and all that stuff. Like, you know, I, the, the content I got back then was like very light. It was easy for me to just pour over and put so much time into it because that's all I had. Now it's like I pay $8 a month and I get like 300 anime shows, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like burning through it like water. I'm like, I, some of the shit is like, did I watch this? I'm going like, oh yeah, I watched this. I've watching five minutes. Like I've already seen. This. I'm like, it's everything starting to blur together. Um, so we're like, getting old. All of us that, are getting that doesn't old. Help either. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't help either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of want to go back and play the first one again because I went through there. I was like, I vaguely remember this, and I was like, ah. so. Uh, I I still haven't done the fucking expansion in in Horizon, the first one. So uh, Frozen Wilds, All Lands, or Wonderland. Outer Worlds or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't know. I think it's but, Frozen. Like Frozen Wilds, right? Sure. Yeah. It sounds like a... It was an ice. I like remember ice. Like we should have got the, in Breath of the Wild. Um, Frozen Wilds. Yep. Yeah. Like Sonic Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Frozen Balan Wonderland. There we go. Uh, next. There we go. The red the red case of a hope. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, next up, up was the uh, the Dead Space, right? Yeah, it looked this a lot good. like Dead Space. I mean, this <laughs> from, the, from the creator of Dead Space. Yeah, from the yeah. creator of. Shit looks, yeah, real good. Dead Space um, and everything but name. And this is the one that's like stealthily part of the PUBG universe, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah. And this is the, the Callisto product, protocol is what we're talking about. And this is coming on, what, PS4, PS5, standard Xbox One, and then Series X and S. Holy surprised shit, to see why? this get last gen. Yeah. yeah, I thought we were a big title like this. I kind of thought we were past yeah, that. But especially um, the what, screenshots. I was the like, screenshots, they, they noted on there, it was like this was shown in-game PS5. So I'm curious to see how it looks it on looked, PS4. It looked real good. It, this game looks incredible. Mind-blowing. It, it looks very Oof. much like Dead Space. You have a similar mm-hmm. suit walking around, and it has that same atmosphere. Uh, the same jump scares are there, and it's it's crazy that we're getting this. And they're like, all right, they they challenge like, all right, Dead Space remake. We're putting this a month before. Fuck you. So, uh, so we're getting dead like uh, we're getting Clista Protocol in December, and then we're getting Dead Space the next month over. So this is gonna be interesting. Twenty twenty three, as uh, long as nothing gets pushed back. So the battle like, the Dead Spaces. Yeah, like the first quarter right there, like with three horror games. I'm assuming that's when the the VR update for Resident Evil Village probably comes around that time too. So. Non-stop horror. Yep. Uh, it looks good, man. It, it, but it, you can definitely tell it's very dead space, like you mentioned. So it's very dead spacey. Um, looks awesome. You, Those even the monsters look like the dead space things yeah. where you have to shoot off the appendages. If you would have sat me down and like, all right, watch this trailer. I'm not going to tell you a fucking thing about it, and then tell me what this game is. I would have probably guessed dead space. Like, ooh, dead space remake or dead space ooh, four. Suit. That's a new suit for dead space. Um, and then next up we got new suit riot. That's a good one too. Yeah. The, the music of the brands. Um, <laughs> next up, we had Stray, the the game that was announced what like two years ago. Cat that Simulator. Song glimpses. Oh, of. Keep seeing the cat game. Yeah, I'm and ready. I think they noted it. on the video that none of that was gameplay. I think they, they everything was shown was uh at the end Rendered. of it was simulated or something like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but we did get that cool cool news. Uh, brand um 
How may we get this game? Free if you uh, go ahead and sign up for that. around free. Yeah, if you <laughs> sign up for the uh, PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium, uh, that new service that will be launching in about a week. Yeah. yeah. We'll all be playing Stop and Filter soon. Yep. <laughs> no cat game. Let's play Let's play Gabe Logan. Shit in his I don't know, man. If, I, if the cat game and Gabe Logan was out there at the same time, like Stop Filter, I'd probably still fire up Stop and Filter at least. <laughs> <laughs> we're we are very we have a very specific brand here on the podcast <laughs> it's but, like me it's like you could put like oh final fantasy 16 i'll start playing that and be like oh that's there for me available for me but like, oh soft filter i can play that now it's far yeah, yeah. see how far i get into seven filter and i'll probably like 10 minutes in like man this game's i don't know this game being this just taser when you need that fix just oh, taser oh, everybody oh. at the yeah taser everybody in those buildings in that opening sequence and then you're good that's the one where you taser somebody and they just catch on fire if you keep holding the taser. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. and they start burning. <laughs> I am excited about like the rewind feature that they showed because there's some cheap, like when we played this as part of our, our game club a couple years ago, there's the way they distribute like the health and stuff in Siphon Filter, there's some cheap uh, checkpoints. So it's almost one of those where you want to, like that first part with the guys with the taser, you don't want to use up all your ammo and you want to taser all those people and not get hit before you go into the next part, because that's when you're going to want to really use your... So there's some weird... I won't say it's gatekeeping, but there's some weird um, difficulty spikes, I guess, as it were, and where you'll want to... The rewind thing will be super helpful. Like, God, I I can't believe I didn't lock on that, dude. Let me rewind so I don't have to use this whole health kit thing on on one little section. Yeah, we're excited about playing that one. I love that now. we bring it up every, literally every single episode. We bring up Siphon Filter. We, we are on Stray, and somehow we got straight to Siphon Filter. Uh, but Stray looks cool. Like, <laughs> you can tell like what a, we're excited for. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is it like a Metal Gear Solid with cats or something like that? I'm, I'm confused on what I was looking at here. But, uh, man, there's radar, and you're running away from robots. There's nothing much with stories. Like, robots hate this cat that's carrying this boot bag on his back. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what this Stray. game plays like. I just I just saw the robots in the radar, and I was like, oh, this is Metal Gear Solid for cats. So. so I don't think I have the extra or premium. Is there going to be an upgrade path? Is there a path to victory for us to to jump so, to that higher? Because um, I, I paid know. up for like two more years on what was PlayStation Plus. So I, I have to look at it and see because like I don't know. Um, I know I, I think if you have PlayStation Now and if you have PlayStation Plus, then you're automatically upgraded to the premium. Okay. And they're supposed to give you whatever you have the most of. Okay. So I think I already have my I have PS now for one year, and I have my standard PlayStation Plus until 2026. So I would get the premium tier up to 2026. Okay. Based on really everything out, lines man. up and blah blah blah, I don't have to pay anything else. Yeah. But you know how that is. So there's always sub. I won't know until I try it. So I don't. Because like Brand mentioned before, people were having issues, you know, last week where, you know, they were, they have like trying to upgrade to premium and they had three years of PlayStation Plus. They wanted them to pay like three years for the upgrades up front, the differences. Yeah, like we're going to know more next week for sure. Instead of just like, I just want a year upgrade because it's either all in or not at all. It seems like you can't partially convert. Right. Speaking of uh, since that service hit Japan. Japan at least got the 60 hertz uh, versions of of those games. Just awesome. So, yeah. So we were all up in arms about that last week, and it ended up being a non-story, thankfully. Well, I think part of it is because we all complain. You know, a lot of people 
always get backlash or don't complain. I mean, so you got to be vocal about stuff because, you know, they're going right. to any business is going to I'm just going to let this slide. And, I, you know, they're letting it slide because they already had these PAL versions locked into that classic. I'm assuming yeah. it was like whatever was a less amount of work for them because it's, it's all about Cheap, cheapest way possible. I think yeah. you, that was your phrase. So, I mean, it's, you have to be vocal. And I'm just glad if that's the case. That they listened and, you know, I mean, if it's, it's a service, you don't want to push people away from a service. So you don't have much. Exactly. So it's not like you're. Like you, you can't shoot people the bird. If like, all right, you don't like it, don't pay the six dollars to get the game. You know, this is a service, so you can't fuck people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People's like, well, fine, I'm not gonna subscribe. You know, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for this lesser version and be locked into this. Yeah, thank you, Brent, for that update. I forgot all about that. Um, Brent, can you tell us about that game that's coming out that they said will never come to PC that you should always <laughs> buy a PS5 for that everybody's salty about now? Yeah, the the one of the big announcements because we've. Uh, I guess it was earlier this week or the end of last week. They S- Sony had said that they are pushing to have a lot of their releases be on PC and mobile markets. Uh, and during this state of play, they announced that Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered and Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales will be on PC, what, later this year? Which I, it kind of blew me away. I'm like, hey, at least more people will August, be... Yeah, August at least this year. More people will be able to experience this game, but I, <laughs> yeah, like you, I saw a lot of people upset. Play the game. Who cares, man? I, I don't understand that. So, uh, I, I really don't get it. A lot of people were salty about it, and then there were everybody in the comments like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I just ignore it. It's cool. These games are good. I'm glad it's getting on PC. Uh, More audience. Want to play it, so. uh, I know deep down be- the real reason behind getting these on PCs to expand that you know that subscription service so i mean if they move it to pc a lot of stuff will be native to download on there at some point true yeah that's also true because it's in that it's in that extra tier and premium even though they claim that they don't want a subscription base is not maintainable but you know you gotta make it attainable if you want to make it easy on yourself so going with the times yeah, and then we got this nifty uh shooter like space shooters coming um coming up that was psvr2 coming up uh, compatible and i was looking at it, I was like oh i don't know what it reminded me of like it took me a minute to it took no me a minute to lie. put it together <laughs> i well deep down i knew what it was and i was like no nah, it could be something different because yeah, i i don't know man but yeah it, it was a uh, it was good old no man's sky it's going to be on playstation vr2 uh there was no date on there um the game that never dies um the game that everybody another, it's hated, another redemption story loves, yeah so. and it, it just keeps getting content updates over and over and over so it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I mean, they must be making money on it because then this get ported to the Switch or will be at some point. It seems like it's. Uh, I think it was native too. I don't even think yeah. it was. A, it wasn't a cloud version, was it? I think it's already out. Is it? I can't remember. I believe so. No Man's I, Sky. Not No yeah. Man's Sky 2. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky on PSVR 2. Uh, and then we got a nifty look at what seasons, a letter to the future. This uh, was one of my games of the show, I would say. This art style just looks incredible. Yeah, because this—I don't know what's going on here. I mean, you, you, it seems like you play as a as a young woman, right? And you're just going around and interacting with different people. Yeah. Uh, like uh, and, have, and keeping a journal. Right. Which and from there you have what you, you talk to people, you you record, you create art. Um, it's like a whole bunch of different artistic values that this person does. It seems like a, they're uniting on a bike cultures or something like that. You know. Yeah, and you're on a bicycle, and it's like a watercolor cell shading type art style. It was just gorgeous in motion. Mm-hmm. 
And I think they came back really and clarified that this was getting a PS4 version. I think this was like some I read somewhere this was announced before uh, and that was coming to PS5 and now it's getting a PS4 version. Uh, and I think it's coming with PS5, PS4, Epic Games later on this year. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. the end of this year. Yep. And maybe we're getting into the territory where those mid-step consoles run these fairly well. You know, like it's a PS4 Pro suggested if you got a PS4. But I know they, you know, to certify, they have to have it running somewhat decently on on those base hardware models. Which could be why they're getting away with on Xbox. I don't know. Some of these games that do not run well on PS4, I mean, Horizon uh, Forbidden West is a different one because a lot of people su- were surprised at how well that runs on the PS4 hardware. But Right. But I, you have the geniuses over there, you know, developing native yeah. PS4 engines, getting that thing, squeezing the most out of that. I don't know, man. I'm I'm like Brand. I'm I'm tired of uh. We all need to stop buying Nintendo Switches, so Nintendo can just come out with a, a new generation hardware yeah. instead of just waiting until people stops buying it. So, hey, we only have two in the house. You guys are the problem. I've got one. Well, I do have and two switches, two switch lights. Yeah. Cesar, you're the problem. I'm the problem. I'm one person, and I have the launch one. I have like the Animal Crossing one, and I have an OLED one, and I have a light. So yeah, I'm the you're problem. the problem. Yeah. On the problem, child. If I tape all of them together, I will get my next gen hardware. Daisy um, Chain. That is the plan. Oh. Yep. Yep. That equates to Switch 2. Or USB C to USB C to USB C to USB C and just, yep. uh, yeah, powers the hub. Let it go. And then I'll, I'll throw a copy of Final Fantasy VII uh, remake on there <laughs> and, and then I'll put it on Twitter and say, this is how I play this. Um, next up was we had what this is slightly out of order, it feels like, uh, but we're gonna roll yeah. with it. Um, yeah, back to another VR2 announcement, which I haven't played this, but the, the first one is is very highly revered. This, VR. Is, this is where you were calling it the zombie of play or something like that. Because <laughs> I think this came right after Resident Evil, so it's like, all right, it's the zombie of play at this point. That's when it's yeah, because I remember they did Resident Evil 4 was their big reveal, and then they and they talked mm-hmm. about VR on that one, and they just went through like this whole spread dash of VR games and ending it with the uh, you know. Uh, the Horizon Call of the Wild one, so with a bunch of zombie stuff. It's like but you're right, yeah, because yeah, we went to Village and then we went right into Saints and Sinners, which I at first I looked at, I was like maybe it's Left for Dead VR. I was it had a hopeful. it had a different vibe on it. But then that's like it looked too cartoony, too cartoonish to be Left for Dead. But yeah, this is uh, as as uh, Richards mentioned, this is a highly regarded game on uh, PSVR. Uh, we got, a, we got it for free at one point, didn't we? Because I see it on Quest and it's still expensive. Maybe. But I think this was one of those, like, maybe it was last summer we got three PlayStation VR games at the very end. It's, I think you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll have to go search it. I, I think I bought a physical copy when they were like 20 bucks at some point. So I, I think that's part of why I don't have it in my head about the digital copy. But it seems like you're right. It seems like this was one of those ones when we had a, last year with, um, like, you know, the stay-at-home initiative. Like, hey, yeah, three VR titles. And I think this may have been one of them. Yep, and this is uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution. So I guess the first game doesn't go well. You have to retribute someone in this one. (laughs) I mean, at least you're still alive for a second game, so you're not dead like the Days Gone universe. Um, Next up, we had uh, Eternal Nights, which is uh, billed as a dating action game set in the apocalypse. This looked good, too. I thought it was like a Persona-type thing. Uh, I think when I went on to the developers... Twitter account before this was announced, I think in November, he mentioned like, "Hey, I'm working on a Persona type indie game." It's when he mentioned that. Hmm. Uh, so when I looked, I was like, "Oh, okay," because they they went and updated the Twitter afterwards. But like one of his original tweets is like, "Hey, I'm working on an indie game that's like Persona," and I, I mean, this is very much so like that. So mm-hmm. 
Um, it does have that social aspects of there where uh, dating is evolved, uh, where you're building relationships with these characters. And I guess it's more of like a, was it a third person action venture where you, yeah. Um, a character who doesn't have an arm that turns into a blade. It looks like it. Uh, it just says dungeon things. crawling, but that's not a yeah. good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It looks interesting. Uh, it comes out in early 2023 for PS5 and PS4. IGN um, says there's also an ever ticking clock that will force you to make choices and prioritize loot or love. Isn't that our, is it always our every day? Always choose loot. Yeah. Always choose loot? Uh, yeah. Always choose loot. So there's looter slooters, looter, looter shooters. Is this a looter, looter lover simulator? Loot or love her, lever, love and lever. Not looting people. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like Game of the Year, Godfall. Yeah. Oh God. Um, and then this one, the next step was really fucking cool. Was the Mm -hmm. the roller roller drone skates? It's like a futuristic skater shooter, PS4 and PS5 from the Ollie Ollie World Roll Seven. Um, another very stylish trailer. From Private Division, I believe, and it looks really, really cool. I mean, it. We were talking about old school Tomb Raider, and that, I mean, that one scene, it looked like, yeah, it's like Laura Croft on skates because you got yeah. the double guns and you're just like, da 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 da, going down the ramp and shooting stuff and doing like backflip. Looked pretty cool. I was hoping they were gonna be like included with PlayStation Premium yeah. or extra, but. I was waiting for it to happen, but then I think after that, it I was like, could, I don't know, I don't it could you know? be. I mean, yeah. who knows? I was I'm hoping sure they were going to do that, that like Game Pass type thing where they're going to do some of these ish, like mid double A type games and like, hey, included with it. I know they're not going to go and get like Knockout City and stuff. New, yeah. So, you know, I know they're, they're always on the lookout for the next Fall Guys or um, Rocket League, that sort of thing. Yeah. Where those games were in these services and really took off. And, Turned into live service and cosmetics and all and then stuff. get bought out by Epic Games and you know they both did, didn't they? Yeah. Well, Dodgeball I think was the only one this wasn't right. I think that was some of their EA partnership one. I think the the Knockout City. Yeah. But yeah. They, I think they did a uh fuck um the 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 RC car soccer one. I can't remember the name off of my head. Rocket was, League. Rocket League. I always want to go down to like supersonic powered the the one that came out on PS3 before the they came first out Rocket one. League. Yeah, yeah, the one that the one that was not as successful. But um, which plays exactly the same. I fired it up on my PS3. Like, oh yeah, this is the exact same fucking thing. But um, did it really? Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, because I think then they had that partnership with PlayStation where they you know they was on there and they gave they pretty much came with Plus or something like that, and then they ended up getting bought by fucking Epic Games. But yep, that's just why PlayStation put all that money in that one percent value in Epic Games ever so often. They do. Um, they dump like they just periodically dump six billion in there. And then it's we like had, uh, uh, it's like me adding money to the the kids' school lunch account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically, right? It's a drop in the bucket. Don't yeah, development place. You're just hoping that their value is going to go up so you can get some money out of it because you're no way in hell you're going to be able to afford to buy Epic Games. No kidding. Uh, and then we got which is ain't free. Uh, Tunic was coming to PlayStation this September. Um, which is that inspiration game. of the original Legend of Zelda from PS4, PS5, December 27th. I think it's which is now available on Game Pass. So if you want to yeah. play, play it now, I think on PC, game, on Xbox, and Cloud. So if you have that want, to go for it. I haven't tried this one out yet, but I kind of want this one to get a physical copy. The way it seems like they dole out the instruction manual to you mm. in the game. You know, if you've heard any reviews or anybody talking about it, it'd be cool to have a like a cross reference for that stuff that you do discover. 
as you're I, going I, about the game. I got a feeling because I, I know before Limited Run has their show in a couple of days, uh, and I know they mentioned before they dropped hints that they were gonna they're doing Xbox games, and it's supposed to they were supposed to be announced this summer. I got a feeling that their first couple of Xbox games are going to be announced. I got a feeling that two is going to be one of those ones that it's going to be Xbox, PS4, PS5 cool. physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's probably going to be one of their first physical Xbox games. Um, I got a feeling that is what's going to happen. It's probably going to come out physical in September or something like that. I, I got an inkling that maybe that's where we'll see it. When is their show? Put the whole game on the damn disc. It's um maybe yeah because you know if, if limited run do it they'll at least have a playable build on the disc at least right. Um, pipe dream to get everything on a disc nowadays but i think the limited run show is tuesday it's it's not as it wasn't like last year where everything kind of happened you know we got an e3 dump last year it was like all all out like all out of whack or something like that i, mm-hmm. I know it's, it's in a couple of days i think it's like i can't remember if it was june 6th or june 7th it's, it's coming before the games fest because I looked at it when they, they showed the announcements. Like, oh, that's surprisingly soon. Because it looks like last year was like July. They were doing them in July. I'm excited about our thing on Thursday, our Summer Game Fest show. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is is Keeley, I feel like the past couple of years with the digital E3s, he's hosted these announcements. Are, are, are like Limited Run and uh, Devolver, are they going to be hosted on the Summer Game Fest uh, accounts through Keeley? Or are they going to, you know, a, just a centralized place, I guess is the right term. I think they go through their own channels, but I think they still have that Games Fest marketing and branding. So, like, that State of Play okay. had the same thing, too, where it's like it had that Games Fest um, branding on there. Yeah. Um, even though I mean, we, we all can find whatever we're after. We'll find press releases and, and individual streams and something like that. But it would be great for because E3 was always the the standard consumer. It invaded all these news invaded like, you know, Wall Street Journal and New York Times. And it was talked about depending on what titles were shown off and stuff like that. So for it to be easily accessible to someone outside of our type circle that keeps up with us, all this kind of stuff. Would be helpful. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think you're like uh, June 6th. So tomorrow, June 6th, what time? Oh. Yep. 4 uh, p.m. Over 30 game announcements and it's uh they're doing this in partnership with mega 64 so it's probably have some of that uh, mega uh, 64 humor heck yeah so, <laughs> i like mega 64 stuff yeah. so and I, I and i know they they dropped hints that you know that last year i think they said that xbox games were coming this summer because a lot of you know there was always a lot of uh, uh vocal backlash and as well support for you know like hey i want this game on xbox why aren't you doing xbox versions like you know there's still i don't think there's still an xbox version of um um, my brain is not working 100, but that uh, that beat him up on that we got on Switch and Scott Pilgrim. There we go on PS4. So that's yeah, the Streets of Rage. Oh. So even though it's a Ubisoft joint, I got a good feeling that's going to be one of their games they're going to announce too, because they did before. You know, they said they were making the Xbox version as well. So and had, that still hasn't released yet. So, so I think this I think this is going to be a very big Xbox show from a uh, limited run. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, which is cool because I, yeah. I I I mentioned them before in this podcast. That I'm not going to be buying physical Xbox discs. I'll, I'll buy from them. I'll buy from people who uh, put a playable build on there. So I'll we've definitely established that. Topic, so. Yeah, mm. we've definitely established that. I'm, and I'm hoping to work out deals with Microsoft and put like a playable build of a single player campaign of Infinite on disc and stuff like that in certain games. Mm-hmm. So, but who knows? Because you know they worked with Sony before and putting the Jack games on disc, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. So. Um, and then or last some, but not some least, base level of Halo maps too, where people can land 20 years from now with the original discs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's just 
pipe dream, like you said. And per the advice of uh, Branton, last but not least, uh, we skipped the first mention in the article, which is uh, they ended out the show with Yoshi P uh, introducing Final Fantasy 16. Um, and we Battle got a release date on that, too. Battle of the Summons. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> definitely summons some kind of, uh, looks like a, yeah, it's like you said, there is a pitting of summons against each other, like, I guess, from these different nations that are using their own summons to fight out these battles. Which um, adds even more of a... We're just speculating at this point, but it adds more of a magnitude if these, like, you know, maybe a fire nation that has Ifrit and stuff like that, where they're, the summons are more than just like a rot, you know, yeah. a piece of materia that you find somewhere. There's, there's actual. Part of their personality, yeah. Yeah. They're, and they're, culture, maybe they have a cause. That. Yeah. Like maybe you're setting the, them free. I don't like Pokemon. They, they showed, you know, they showed, uh, they call them Ekons in Final Fantasy 16, apparently. Uh, Phoenix, Titan, Garuda. Ruma, Shiva, Odin, Bahamut, Ifrit. Bahamut, Bahamut looked amazing, but Bahamut's always been one of those showcase Final Fantasy summons. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because like they always had difficulties transitioning these summons to next gen. So uh, it seems like uh, without people spamming them. So you know, this I mean it looks good. I mean you, according to this uh, IGN article, which we've been stating on here, and I don't think we mentioned this was written by Adam Bankhurst. Uh, apologies, Adam. Uh. Uh, you play as Cl- Clive Rosefield, who was also featured in the Dominus trailer, and it showed that how he and his team will take on many enemies, undoubtedly getting their way in the game story. Um, and then they mentioned that it was coming out uh, summer 2023. Now, as of right so, now, relatively soon. Yeah, and I think as of right now, that's still what just PS5. I don't, I don't think they or did they announce a PC version? There's some arguments that the PS5 and PC version was announced. I can't remember, but seem to get that confused with the uh, um whatever working deals they have on there so yeah. mm-hmm. but it looked good it looked good uh then they came out with the what was it the staff listing afterwards and uh me being a huge final fantasy 5 fan i saw that the game director was from a final fantasy 5 veteran so it's wild uh super excited about that so. a lot of five people a lot of uh uh East project people right like mm-hmm. 14 and 12 and tactics and it's it's and, back to that medieval setting which some of my I know some of my favorite Final Fantasies were that and looking at the dragons and castles and stuff. And looking at the battle system, I know they had some of the staggering effects in fifteen. Mm-hmm. It, when looking at that battle system, it looks very much like thirteen's battle system. Different bars and staggering and different um, stances you can take. It looks much much more like thirteen than it does fifteen. So because fifteen was always kind of like it's a a weird evolution of Kingdom Hearts esque. Yeah. Base. Uh, and I like this one live Rossfield. We don't have Noctis and Ignis and Promptu and all these like <laughs> okay. Even though I did love those characters. They were good. Yeah. I mean, I wish we would have finished the story. I mean, they put it in a book, I had to read the book to get the ending, so I hate when they do that, but I think I have that one back there. Yeah, the wedding book. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember from this is the wedding picture. The wedding picture. All right, Bergman. You came at your most favorite time of the show. Yes, please, uh, God. Where we end with Game Pass games and games with gold and PlayStation Plus games. That's all that's left on our list here. I actually played one of these, so I don't mind going over these Game Pass games. And uh, not this first one. The first one's For Honor Marching Fire Edition. I'm not sure how that wasn't already in this Game Pass. I feel like maybe they gave us the base game free or something. Uh, that's of June 1st, so it's out now. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Uh, June 2nd. Uh, those are separate downloads, by the way. I downloaded this. 
I'll probably be uninstalling very soon, just to let you know. <laughs> I need uh, a space. <laughs> yeah. Assassin's, they're, really, they're really small downloads, but uh, and I'm probably not going back to that game, but I'll discuss. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, which is also getting 120 uh, frames per second. Or is it 60 frames per second? 60 I thought frames. it was like 60 yeah. frames. Okay, so it's getting which a massive. Is, which is weird, because I think 60 frames on both PS5 and the series consoles, but a lot of people are like, why can't we do 120 on the series consoles? But see the hero there. Uh, you know how the arguments start on Twitter. So. They, they're updating an old game, which... I'll, Sure. If it makes it more compatible for current gen machines, then that's that's always a plus. Well, Origins, I always would argue that it's the most accessible one out of the new games that came out there because the new ones tend to go 100 plus hours. But if you wanted to do a good story, a good RPG esque type beat, um, I, Origins would be the one to play because that's like 40 hours and it doesn't. I played a decent bit of this one. I probably played four to five hours of this one. The character was very relatable and and had a good story. Yeah, it's good, it's a good game. I, I, out of the new ones, Origins is probably my favorite. So. Uh, you've got Chorus on June 7th. Disc Room also like on Chorus, June 7th. Like the, like the elective in high school or middle school? Yes. Uh, take control of Nara on a quest <laughs> to destroy the dark cult that created her. Just like school. I, when you tell me Chorus, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm just in the Chorus room at school and just, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be coming to PlayStation VR 2. <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't know. At that point, I just, I, I'll stop gaming at that point. Wow. This is what everybody's uh, excited about. Space Lines from the Far Out on June 7th. And then Ubisoft Games in the Xbox app for PC. Uh, they mentioned that previously you got two Rainbow Six games. And now you're going to be able to play For Honor Marching Fire Edition and Assassin's Creed Origins when they're added to the PC library. We're getting oh. we're getting these and with a parody, I guess it looks like it, with um, PlayStation Plus expansions. Essentially. Uh, they've already had this Ubisoft games on what the, was it Luna? Amazon, yeah, but they seem to be going around. So there's many different options and different ways to play these games as well. So they're shopping those uh, services, like kind of like EA Play. I imagine uh, you know EA, EA plays con to PlayStation if you buy that subscription service. So oh, yeah. I mean it's, it's additional, um, it's, yeah. which is included with at least Xbox. So um, a new Sea of Thieves, Lost Sands Adventure, June 9th. We'll be checking that out. Uh, and leaving June fifteenth. <laughs> did you go? Uh, Dark- did you go over the fact that everything's getting a fucking Top Gun Maverick expansion? Is uh, including Madden NFL twenty two? No, the Microsoft Flight Simulator's got it, and so does Ace Combat. It's got some. Top okay, Gun those paint. are natural. At least those are natural extensions for the yeah. Top Gun paint. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's not- like I still I have to watch this movie, man. Everybody's talking about how good the fucking movie is. So. Oh. If it was coming to Madden, then it would be <laughs> it's newsworthy. I would buy we'll that, that version the two of flight games. Yeah. I'm, I looked at the new cover of Madden. I was like, I kind of want to buy it just because it got John Madden on there. Yeah, it's the old like, Genesis looking one. It looks good. I was like, mm-hmm. I might just, this might be, the, this could be a day one for me. I say that, but. Game Pass perks. Those were those couple of the. Ace Combat still getting supported. We played that on stream like three years ago, wasn't it? Like four years ago. Are we not going to talk about the fact that Smite has a Slipknot crossover? You may add that if you would like to. Unlock the gods of slip, gods for Slipknot. Claim your Slipknot starter pass, including Poseidon, Chalk, Rajan, and more. It's fucking Slipknot, the rock band. Slipknot. Claim your Slipknot starter pass. Available now. Slipknot season one. What do they look like? I, now, that's sad because I kind of want to fire Smite. I'm like, what does Slipknot look like? I just imagine Insane Clown Posse, and I know that's two separate entities, but I just imagine the face paint and stuff. 
That's not Slipknot. They had masks, didn't they? they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had masks. Uh, I can't. But like a Pinocchio <sighs> one and everything. I I'm a, I was always a bigger fan of Stone Sour, which had the same lead singer uh, from Slipknot. So. Because okay. I was like, he, like that lead singer from Slipknot was like a fucking tool. Or you know, he had like 85 different bands, like different size pro- projects, like different right. styles. It was like Perfect Circle, and he had Tool, and was like a. Uh, there was I just another got a Tool album I've been listening to. It's kind of strange that came up. Yeah. So. Uh, I, Leaving leaving Game Pass. These are some pretty heavy hitters. Usually it's kind of light. Yeah. Uh, Darkest Dungeon. Never played it. Jeremy Heard good played? things. I think that's what... No, Death's Door is what Jeremy just played. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, which uh, Russell and I put like five or six hours into this. You Not got, super you got, great. You, you have ten days to beat the game. Yeah, exactly. Get all the way through it. It so has some very cheap design elements. <laughs> and then I get 10% off of it at the end. Uh, Greedfall. I read that as Godfall first, but Greedfall is that uh, pirate RPG-ish kind of a stealth hit. It's like a. It's, it's, you should probably try that out. That's like your Skyrim bastard version. Like, I think I bought it. I think I have a physical copy on something. It's like it's like uh it's like a, a deader version of Skyrim. Because it got a next gen enhancement too. There's like a Greedfall mm-hmm. Spider Edition or something. We're getting, and we're getting a sequel, so. Yep. Greedfall Dose. Uh, Limbo is leaving uh, Xbox Game Pass. You can play that just about anywhere at this point. And mm-hmm. Worms Rumble. Which one, the Limbo with the stick? Or? The we all have worms. worms. We all have Worms. Battle uh, Royale. Brant hated that one. Yep. That one sucks. <laughs> Brant, you oh, still, don't, be, don't be mad, Brant. Salty Worms, boy. Yeah, go up there. Go, go, go at Team 17. Tell them how much you hate their, their Salty Worms. worms. <laughs> Only classic Worms, you, you cowards. I'm just hey, going to read these games with gold. I don't coming think... that will provide you some classic Worms. Yeah, you can get classic worms on a uh, PS1 with rewind feature. Yeah, hopefully in 60, 60 hertz. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll find out. Games with gold. Yes, lames this with is gold. Uh, this is Richard's uh, money maker right here. Is his favorite. These are actually some decent. There's there's at least one decent. I don't know about what's that other Jesus. one. Jesus, <laughs> I went and <laughs> so I always add these through the Xbox store, right? And I. We hadn't read this article. We hadn't done our show yet, and they were up. So as I was downloading, probably Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden trilogy, um, I saw these in there, and I'm like, oh dear God! And I already had Meat Boy from some other sale or giveaway. So uh, your titles are Avon Colony, Project High Rise Architects Edition. These all sound like textbooks. Yeah. Super Meat Boy, which does not sound like a tech, well, a certain type of textbook. <laughs> And <laughs> Rascals, 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 or Pascal. Rascals, Rascals. Yeah, Rascals. The key term there being Skulls. So, Brent, I'm guessing you're calling Super Meat Boy the, the good yeah. one. Yeah. I have no idea about Rascals. I mean, if yeah. you're into city simulation, um, you might you might like that high-rise architect, uh, Architects Edition. I don't know. They man, have Sim, left Sim this Tower program like behind. I, Sim Tower is where I made the stop in that. I don't know how i feel about anything else they have just given up on this program with game pass if it's decent it's coming to game pass and super meat boys is literally available everywhere yeah it's been ported in this from your i think it's what Edmund was it Edmund mullen or something like that the guy did is the isaac it was like one of his games too Mm -hmm. 
it was an indie darling back in the days when your 360 arcade games had to be like 250 megs or less. Uh, last but not least, from PlayStation Blog, we have your PlayStation Plus titles. God of War, the 2018, what, 20, 2018? I guess it was 2018. Yeah. Version. Yes. Uh, you have Naruto to Burrito, Shinobi Striker. You're like me earlier. It's like, did I have the stroke or did you have the stroke? <laughs> yeah. Naruto to Baruto. Just sounded like, it sounded like you said Naruto to Burrito. Naruto to Burrito. Naruto to Burrito. Uh, yeah, Baruto, the villain from uh, Popeye. <laughs> and then last but not least, for PS5 and PS4, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which I think this might be a, a good one to try out. <laughs> this is a great yeah. one to try out. We all get this yeah. weird offshoot of Smash Brothers, which we complained about which version, if we were going to jump into the ecosystem to buy, because none of it was cross-platform on any of them. So. Which is weird. And now we get it for something free. Like this. Yeah. Yep. I do not mind that at all. That's your PS4, PS5 deal so uh face off with all stars from spongebob square pants teenage mutant ninja turtles the loud house my kids love the loud house uh danny phantom ah real monsters the wild thornberries hey arnold rugrats and more to determine ultimate animation dominance <laughs> <laughs> they finally, announced a, they, finally they, could they, settle this they, they announced what uh some new characters are coming like jimmy neutron's dad and uh um, shredders in there there were some Splinter, new characters coming i think yeah yeah was it Jimmy Neutron's dad? And it was some some offshoot ones, man. It was like random out the park ones. Like they, they saw like the WB multiverse one. They were like, all right, we're just going to pull. Like who the fuck plays Jimmy Neutron's dad? Uh, Ooh, I don't even know that character. I didn't watch that show was after my Nickelodeon phase, I guess. That's when I think they were going into their 3D animation one. And I think that's mm-hmm. right when I was entering college. So I think after that point, I gave up on it. Fell off the same way. Because I, I, I only watched like a... At one point, I went through a whole bit where I watched everything Cartoon Network related, like um, within like uh, Steven Universe and all that, because a lot of that was adult oriented in there, like secret, secret hidden stuff. And there was like, yeah, you saw it had like those twists in there because it was that one. And uh, Gumball, Gumball was uh, another one of my favorites. Gravity Falls. Like so kids looks... like Gravity Falls. I'll laugh my ass off at that. Gravity Falls is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like. Jimmy Neutron's dad, uh, the what's her name, Jenny from My Life as a Teenage Robot. robot. Yeah, there was some deep cuts in there. I was like, damn, I was like, what the hell's happening here? There was one more. I think there was three that were coming. And Rocco. Okay, yep, Rocco from Rocco's, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. That was my Nickelodeon. Rocco, yep. Ren and Stimmy, All Real Monsters. Was when I was getting in there. I never watched like Hey Arnold. I never watched the uh, Wild Thornberries. I think I was already out by then. But did you like Doug? Love Doug, but you know that's Doug Disney's Doug. So. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eventually it went to Disney. They sat Doug. on there and did nothing with it. It's still not even on the fucking Disney Plus. So, so we can uh, we have to go to alternate storefronts to get our Doug fix. Yeah. Yep. Patty mayonnaise, man. Roger. Everybody's first love. Patty mayonnaise. All right, that's it for news, right? Yep, that's it for news. We're going into uh, games played. Games played. Games played. I'll knock through mine pretty quick. Um, I did download the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection off of Game Pass to try those out. Those are separate downloads, like I mentioned. Uh, Whenever I get the itch for for that game, I can usually run that first level pretty quickly. Um, When we first got the, the demo disc in my store, for that game, I played it religiously and practiced over and over and over. It was one of the few like 
hard games that I really latched onto and was like, okay, I can make this a better run this time. Because the, the bastard they version the, that the creator said this was a bastard version, I never asked for it to be ported on PlayStation. So the Sigma <laughs> Sigma ones. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind's eye, it plays very very similarly, but um. So I would run this this Ninja Fortress level pretty regularly and got to the point where I could beat the boss. You know, I would cheese like jumping up the uh, jumping up the side of the wall and then coming down behind him. But if he ever gets a hold of you with those nunchucker things, he's just like he's freaking wearing you out and juggling you, that sort of thing. And I made it all the way to him. I was kind of surprised. I made it all the way to him without losing any lives or anything on the first on the first run. And then he just stomped a mud hole in me. I had no I got his health down maybe halfway, so it was not even close. And I used the item that the Phoenix down item in the game. So <laughs> I, I actually had an extra life and uh, I do not have the reflexes that I did at that point. Surprisingly, I played this one. I think we both ordered this on PS4, right? Yes, we ordered the physical, physical copy. copies. I mm. when I, mine came in, I think I've actually this was the first I ever got because I got into whatever random ass town and you first run into Rachel. That's and the second level. So you beat the guy in the dojo. You beat the uh, yes, Ninja yeah. I, I beat the original one where you meet uh, Ninja Girl from or the was it a Kuno uh, Kunochi from. Uh, dead or alive. I forgot what her name is. I uh, can't keep track of everybody. It's not Kasumi. It's the uh, other one. Uh, it's I want to say Ayami. Ayami? Yeah. I'm 100% wrong, probably. So I, I think I got to that town where I'm supposed to go into, and then I think I just fell off. Cause I, they put me in some bar where I had to fight like a whole bunch of people, and I suck at games like this. Yeah. And I just fell off. I mean, I've only ever gotten to the third level, I believe. Because it, like, even the blocking mechanic is not foolproof they can still get past it and it mm -hmm. just it moves so fucking fast and i'm like oh it's, god i'm gonna break my damn xbox hard, controller. and that's why it's intentionally yeah. hard they want you to fail yeah it's and like i played on the there's an easier mode in this one it takes that ninja gaiden black version as its base i believe yeah. to that sigma version so it's i played not, the, i played the bitch mode too man i still can get past it so i couldn't beat that first boss he whooped my ass it was the white ninjas that room before you go to the dojo master guy You've got a room full of these white ninjas that are much more difficult than like the regular tan, um, colored, adorned outfit ninjas, and the white ones just keep pouring out of the, <laughs> just keep coming after you. And they, they, some scenes you can skip. You know, it's part of the, it's part of the game mechanic. You don't have to fight everybody. And then right before the dojo master, they like lock the gates, so you have to clear this room of these captain white ninjas almost. Yeah, because I think I've, I'm like you. I, I've run past them before because it's like yeah. it's nonstop. It's non fucking stop. It's nonstop. Yeah, they. You leave yeah. the room and you come back from one you you either you know cleared or went through that sort of thing. They refill. They come back out at you. So it's 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 crushing. It can be very I, difficult. I hate that. I hate that because I wish it would tell me like those type of games. I wish it would tell me all right. How when does it stop? I keep going. It's like, am I just in a in, infinite loop or it's like it's just going to keep beating it to me? You're supposed to leave yeah. the room or is there a yeah. set amount? You know what I mean? I hate that. So that's my, I don't know if I'm going to go back to that. If I get that fixed, I'll just pop in black on my Xbox and give that a go. See if I can beat that dude on that one. Um, I talked last week about ordering a Atari 2600 Junior, I think. I think I at least brought it up. It was a model. It. Yeah, it's a model of Atari that I did not have. You also mentioned that it came with E.T. It did come with E.T. Yep. I did an <laughs> unboxing for a coworker. He was very into all these Atari games, but I got a mix of, of unlicensed or not unlicensed, but like non Atari stuff. So some random Cuzzler's things like Firefighter. Do not have Cuzzler's last hand. <laughs> uh, my favorite Atari game was in this collection, River Raid. Um, and it did work. Oh, 
I meant to bring those things up here to show you guys. So the way the Atari used to hook up to the TV is that you would have to run like an RCA. It was that type connection out of the console into a UHF VHF splitter. This might be before your day, Brant. Did you ever have no, a TV with the, a, you, yeah, you remember those? And yeah, we had an old like Mitsubishi yeah. TV. And yeah, I think that's how our old VHS and stuff hooked up to it too. Yep. Cause you had to get adapters at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a JCPenney TV that with the wood grain on the front that clicked like, and that's how you had to hook consoles up to it. But I, I found these things on Amazon and they sent me six of them. I only need, I'll probably keep two of them, but if you guys want one of these things, it clips a, basically a coax adapter over that RCA. So you just have to have one RCA out and then you don't have to have that splitter box of any kind. You just screw on this coax and it does that, you know, you're not getting RGB out of these things or anything. So it just broadcasts that coax signal out of that adapter. So if you guys want any of those, let me know and I will bring mm -hmm. them to you next week. Be a useful, you know, adapter to have here and there. Because I think all the way back to Atari, ColecoVision, I think the Intellivision all have that same like RCA out interface where you had to run it into one of those converters. So Bastard, bastard lifestyles. Yeah. And oof. I guess to capture this, because Cessar's like, when I told y'all I had it in, Cessar said, stream it, you coward. <laughs> and that would, I guess I'd have to I mean, hook. I meant stream the opening, not the fucking console. There's Oh, the unboxing? Yeah, I mean, there's. there's. I, I made it interesting. Yeah, I could have I could have done that up. There's a, uh, there's, isn't there a way to stream those type of games? I would have to run it into a VCR, old yeah. like we did back in the day, like Brant was talking about. No. And then co uh composite out from the vcr into my capture card i mean there'd be easier way to stream like uh when that when our atari virtual console plays some of these games <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with does it have yeah. native twitch support but the, my favorite games aren't on there like river raid's not on there yeah, and then i we played fucking hack and put that on there so yeah i mean i played another uh there's an atari uh, atari there's an activision racing game on there called enduro that is like a precursor to pole position it's not as snazzy looking and it actually plays really, really well and plays fast. You know, the the road, almost like Super Hang-On, the road is just dots generated on the side, and you have, like, oil slicks and water that you have to go around, and you can really build up momentum. But if you hit something, it, like, totally slows you down and knocks you over to the side. So it's been fun to just kind of dive back and, and check out some of these old-school titles. And River Raid is literally one of my all-time favorites. If I had to have a top 20 games of all time, I think River Raid would be in there. I'm fairly certain River Raid is on one of these. I got three of these. I, I remember those collections that came out, but did they include the Activision games? That's That was always the kicker, like uh, Barnstorming and River Raid and uh, Pitfall. Know, Pitfall is the number one. So if it, if it doesn't have Pitfall, it probably doesn't have the Activision titles. Because remember, they split off. Like when you got a... Uh, Atari didn't want to give their game designers any credit. So they, they splintered off and started making their own titles. And like... Uh, Carol Shaw was the designer of River Raid, and her name is on the on the cartridge, it tells you. So I starts checking it out now. He's got Atari Classics collections for PlayStation Quattro. Got volume one, two, and three. I don't think so. Because the, uh, there was a really cool Activision collection for PS2 that would play like uh, 80s music. You could you could queue up the boom box and it had like Blondie and um, Tears for Fears. It had all it had all sorts of good songs on it that oh. you could flip between. That was that's a, and it's a cheap disc. I highly recommend getting that one. I think it's called Activision Lives, or Activision Classics. Maybe I don't know. it's it's incredible. And you can skip. You can jump out of the game real quick. Like 
it was one of the first, you know, that Genesis collection they came out with where you, you grab the cartridge and you put yeah. it in the Genesis and then you like go into the game. It did that same thing where you pull out from the TV and you can go over to the boom box and change your change your CD and put put a new disc in there. Maybe it's a cassette. It might be I'll swapping. say if it's 80s and it's got to be cassette. It should be cassettes. Yeah. But uh, that Atari Junior is a is a just a, it's a condensed 2600. Uh, you've still got like the difficulty switches and the black and white versus color switch on it, which is interesting seeing these days. And I may get I may get my kids to try a couple of these games and see what they think. Specifically, River Raid is is just an all time favorite. Uh, it came with two of the regular paddle controllers. It came with two of the tennis uh, controllers, which go into one port. If you remember that, it like splits off the two. And then I got one that's just like those tennis controllers. I think they actually call those paddles. And it it had racing on it. it just said racing. And I tried Enduro and maybe Barnstorming with it, and it wasn't compatible. So I don't know if that. I mean this controller is 40 years old i don't know if it's the controllers not quite right or it's maybe specific games take those those different controller types but might try that again later and just just run mess around with it and see what i get man i can't imagine buying an atari and, and spending good money like before the crash you know when you can get cartridges for like a dollar or two some of these games it's like woof that is there's not much gameplay here but that's that's all there was and it was the start of like trying to chase that arcade fix where you had an awful version of pac-man a much better version of mrs pac-man uh playable donkey kong which was that was not a bad version on 2600 so it's it's fun to go all the way back to the beginning of our our hobby sometimes versus i haven't hooked up one in a long time we, we get now pac mom instead of miss pac-man yeah oh i did try yeah i tried both of the i'll wrap this up real quick and i'm not, I'm not gonna talk about halo this yeah. week uh, I played both of the games you guys uh, recommended last week. I played Infernax and also the Pac-Man, what do they call it? Pac-Man Pac Museum Collection. I did not play Pac-Attack. Oh, uh, the museum, I played the, museum, whatever it is. Uh, like Cesar mentioned, you have to play the first two games twice, I think, to unlock the rest of them. And once I got that, I just, I didn't go back to it. But uh, Super Pac-Man, I'm like, what the hell is this? He like, he goes over the edges of the rails and it's stuff. like isometric, right? I think it's like, isometric. Yeah. And he's eating uh, fruit instead of the pellets. And I'm like, oh, God, I have no clue. I just wanted to clear. For some reason in my mind, I was going to get an achievement if I beat that first map. So I beat that, and it didn't give me anything. <laughs> but I, I got my playthroughs for the to unlock the rest of the arcade. So I actually will go back and check that one out. And it's really cool. Like, the interface is is an isometric. You're Pac-Man, like, walking around this, this uh, arcade, and it unlocks the machines as you go through. And it's just very – it looks great on the OLED. Like, the blacks of – because when you pull up your screen, it, it renders the arcade in the middle, and then it has the the decals or like the instructions, like the arcade cabinet would look like. It's it's very it's very visually accurate. It looks like it's supposed to. I and did I see, not try. Go ahead. And I've seen some good CRT filters. I do not like the CRT filters in this game. I need to check those. It, yeah. it looks it doesn't look off to me, and yeah. I'm pretty sensitive to that. So I I may look at those, but I haven't really felt the need to to really go into them. I will be hooking up my arcade sticks. That's like you were saying. Because it's dicey with that controller. It's it, not. I and put I the mark stick with mine, yeah. and it, it's a big difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's there's stuff. I, times I, sometimes I hit up, and it just goes right, and I'm like, Whoa. yeah. It, so. Do not play this brand. If you if you download this one, do not play with analog stick or even D-pad. Like I dropped down to D-pad and tried to get it, and it was just not. It's not respond. Mm. It doesn't feel right. It's not responsive. Dang. You miss. He would turn. go. Yeah. He would totally go places. I'm like, oh, I was holding down. What are you doing? And it just. I guess the stick didn't register like that sort of take. Yeah. I need to publish a clip. <laughs> I had two ghosts. Oh, this was on regular Pac-Man. I had two ghosts 
coming at me on one side thing. And I just, I set the controller down. I was like, okay, that, that's it. They, I swear to God, they hit me and both of them just peel off and go some other way. And I'm still alive. And I pick up the controller. I'm like, oh my God, I thought <laughs> I, I've never, I've been playing Pac-Man for years and years. I've never seen this. I'm gonna have to, I forgot. I took that clip till I was talking about it. I'm gonna have to pop in there and post that one. And then Brant, I tried your Infernax mm-hmm. uh, game. Very, very difficult. Extremely difficult. <laughs> it's uh, not that bad. I made it like two or three screens over. You, you did the, when you when you used the, the name Castlevania esque. I was out. Yeah. Uh, Zelda two, very Zelda two reference. Uh, feels like the movement and stuff like that, like the physics. A knock against it. What I always test with these games because it's a you know you go to the end of the screen and it'll you go through the screen and it loads the next one right like a Mega Man or something. I always in Mega Man games I jump through that screen so that I'm floating. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. It does not do that in this. I'm gonna knock the floating. It. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. But it does the have float very over is the best thing of any game. It is. It oh, is. God, I was I expecting. Go. I was expecting greatness and it, it. The float over yeah. didn't work. But there's plenty of games that do that. Um. Uh. Difficulty. So Brant had mentioned that there are choices that you can make. And there's like this person, three, two or three screens in the game, like asking me to save them uh, by killing them. They're infected with something. And you're given the choice to kill them or Brant, was this in your game or is it randomly generated? No, no, no. It's, that's yeah, that's how, the, how it starts okay. out. So I'm like, hey, I'm, I should be able to save you. Like, I'm going to I'm going to play that path or whatever. And it turns into this big fucking monster. Like, I should have <laughs> killed it. Did, did you talk about this last week? No, did you talk no. about that first decision. So kill the first guy when he gives you the option because he turns this big fucking monster, and that's when that's, I got. But I that's just the got bad covered. choice if you, yeah, if yeah. you want to play, uh, try to do a good playthrough, oh, try to save it. him. But yeah, then he turns into a, a big freaking monster. But I will be, I will be trying this again. I did, I did enjoy playing it. Um, the the biggest standout thing, the music's excellent. Music's the biggest awesome. standout thing is like the cutscenes are like Sega CD or TurboGrafx CD cutscenes on crack. They're like. Super stylish, great animation. Uh, it is very gore heavy, as Brant mentioned, and they even tell you in the splash screen when you're loading the game. It's like this is extremely, extremely gory. It may look, it may look for younger audiences, but it is not. There's lots of blood and gashing, and you know, gore and stuff like that. But I, uh, I recommend both of the games you, you guys were talking about last week. I, I tried out both of them and enjoyed them. Those are those are my games played. All right, for me, it's simple. Uh, I've already mentioned this to Richard. Have I gotten into my One Piece kick where I've watched like 60 episodes of One Piece again? Because uh, I know last night we were talking about um, Richard hit me up, I think, like 11.30 p.m. Like, where's everybody at for Halo? And I was like, I saw Brent jump on there, and I saw him go in Arena. I saw Renee jumped on there and did something separately. And I was like, eh, they'll message me when they want to play. And I just was watching uh, Crunchyroll and watching One Piece. And then he messaged me. He's like, what happened? Everybody's like, I saw somebody. I guess they're gone. <laughs> So I was like, oh, I was like, I lost track of time. Uh, but for me and my games played, uh, I think the the biggest one I played in this week uh, is uh, going through my uh, Jedi Fallen Order gameplay. So on um, PS5. There you go. Um, I started. I'm like, I'm back where I left off on the PS4 uh, gameplay one because that game. Have you played that one, Brent? Oh yeah, all? that's great. That's a you great beat, game. Have you beat it already? Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think the the beginning part is always the hardest struggle where there's like the force. Like it forces you to like learn this way mechanics, and that mm-hmm. that always turned me off. So like I'm on um, the wind planet right now, like uh, you know where I'm going to that temple. Uh, yeah. We get to use the the balls, you know. You have to open up the the doors and push the pinballs into the location. And it's yeah. like you're going to get that list to to find that list, the the trials to get access to the list for force sensitive people. 
Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of rebuild that uh, order. So, but um, I think I, I've played a lot better now because I've played like since I played Elden Ring and the Elden Ring expects me to do like a uh, blocking and parrying and that's that type of gameplay because I'm the impatient player. I just want to just go like this and then go on <laughs> with the story and just like swing like a madman uh, with my lightsaber. Um, oh, I know. I know what game we're talking about because that's exactly how I tried to play it. Uh, so, and I mentioned that, like you know, blocking and parrying is is big in this game. I think um, a lot more patience after Elden Ring has helped me. Uh, so, I, I do notice it's like like I said, Brant's beating this game already. So mm-hmm. I got to catch up to Brant. He's a he's ahead of the the game. He's already ready for part two. How um, long is it? Was it like ten hours, Brant? I'll figure it out for you. All right, Brant. Brant, I've researched that part in there. So. Okay. I've, I've saw a lot of like takes on Twitter about it where like some people were like said this game is like not good. So like uh, no, it's a damn good game. Yeah, I, uh, I think like, it was an honorable mention for me when it came out. Yeah, for some people out there, they're like a uh, bad. They called it a bad take. Bad take. I don't like this game. And then a lot of people argued like you have to get to the halfway point before it really starts turning up, uh, story wise at least. But yeah, I'm I'm slowly going through it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it this time. I mean, because I'm playing that in between, you know, a handful of other games on sprinkle on sprinkle through. So I, like I said, I'm still playing more PS2 games I've ever played in my life on my Steam Deck. And, main main uh, story uh, says about 17 hours. 17 hours? Yeah, I'm I'm probably like five hours in. So I'm I'm still on the was it dorm door move? Yeah. Uh, Can't remember what it is. It's the yeah, second planet. It's, it gives you choice. It branches out, and you can choose two mm-hmm. planets. And it's like you I got to the second. Yeah, I got to that second planet. So I think I've chosen like my first playthrough on PS4. I think I've chosen the exact same planet on PS5. I was like, I'll just do this one. I think this, I didn't do this one, and I landed on there. So fucking wind and ice one. I was like, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, same one I did last time. I was hoping to do something different. Wind uh, and ice. <laughs> heavy note. Uh, side note. Like I said, I've changed everything in my PS5 to Japanese. Um, I did not realize that if I change it to Japanese for the, any of the EA games, it automatically goes to the Japanese voice acting, and I cannot change it. So. I've been working with that, and it's actually not that bad, surprisingly. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, it will let you change the text to English if you want to, but it will not allow you to change any of the vocal options. It locks on huh. to that region that is on there. So. Interesting. Uh, which is weird for EA games, but it's funny. I've never played it in Japanese before, but it's actually surprisingly pretty well done. Hey, challenge everything. Yeah. Um, outside of that, that's it for me this week. Uh, I'll, I'm going to keep it brief, cool. kick it over to Brant, hopefully play more games than me. So. No, no, I did not. <laughs> I didn't you, play very you many. You watched more anime. Um, no, I actually did not. Uh, Rant's been living. I watched life. some. Watched some. Um, oh, I can pick my nose in this configuration. Yeah, I have no clue <laughs> what's there, happening man. back here. Look at me. I'm, <laughs> go, I'm going to town. Yeah. Um, I. Well, you're doing that weird dashly mustache thing. <laughs> I played uh, a little bit right now. Um, what I'm going through, I got this from um, Limited Run. Um, what is this? Photos? Infernax. Infer- oh, blood! Oh, Blood Rain. I- blood Rain. Uh, I Trail Fresh Brights. I didn't know they got a PS5. A PS5 version? Did you get? Did you just get the PS5 one? Uh, I got PS5 and Switch version. I, I can't remember. I get so much shit from Limited Run because I order it and it takes six years to get to me. Yeah. But- it's something came in. I don't remember if that was one of them or not. Yeah, I did. I did the Cesar thing and brought bought two versions. So I do that I a lot. Richard's judge me. I, that's why I tell Richard like, don't don't look at my bullshit. <laughs> Richard's like, why are you buying two copies of one game? It's like, don't worry about it. Some of these are RPGs and they they're expensive later on. So I just go ahead and just take the jump in the front. So I don't judge. Um, this is I judge kind of a um. I kind don't of know, like, right. You should. <laughs> 
this is a like beat up style, beat 'em up style kind of thing. Um, so just side scrolling enemies, you know, jump from they either like are summoned from por- portals above you, below you, or they'll like jump into the to the screen, kind of like the, the uh, old school Ninja Turtles yeah. kind of deal. This was a PS3 and 360 game, right, Brent? This, these have been ported. Um, I have the PS3 version still. I think so. Yeah, I was That's trying to remember when this offshoot was because it was well after Blood Rain's heyday, yeah, right? It was, it was, yeah, a good bit after. Yeah, I think that's when they were trying to bring back Blood Rain because I think they had brought back them on PS2 Classics, the first two games, uh, for PlayStation 3, and then they're like, all right, we're doing this thing with Way Forward, what Brand's playing right now. Okay. And I think they were trying to re jumpstart that franchise, and they never did. So. Uh, of course, with uh, Way Forward, music's great. Um. The combat, uh, she's got her typical, you know, blades, and that's what she does. You can, you know, jump and and do some aerial stuff. You um, you can dash, and there's also, uh, what is it? You use the um, R2 trigger to fire her gun, and eventually you get more weapons, uh, and you find these like skulls, these vampiric skulls that are hidden in the levels. And if you find, you know, um, four or five of them, that gives you a a power upgrade, and you can either Mm -hmm. upgrade your health or your ammo. So, Which way do you tend to... Are you trying to evenly distribute? Yeah, right now I've just... I I went um, one for health, one for ammo, and stuff like that. I've gone through about ten different stages... Um, it gets to the point where it's, it's starting to get a good bit more difficult, um, cause it starts out very, very basic. And then they start throwing like these saw traps and different things where you've got a like wall hop and do these different things to traverse the levels. Um, she's, you know, brought in to help this army, um, that's storming this underground castle and it happens to be her like her father is doing something so you're fighting all these different vampires and and demons and things so i haven't gotten too far into that um enjoying it so far it's it's not a bad uh not a bad game what's the subtitle on that uh fresh bites so i yeah it's yeah i get it (laughs) were those games good on that generation were they just that standard like mascot platformer with the sexy edge? Because I've never played a Blood Rain game. I guess I'm. I've played. I remember playing some of the original Blood Rain. Um, that's another thing that's I think on the waiting list. I got those. I think just oh, for they PS5. Those two? Yeah, okay. they've the original um two Blood Rains. So, um, they're in my queue for limited run that, you know, whenever, whenever they release, yeah, whenever they get them out of production and to shipping. So it takes a while. I um, have an extra copy of that first one for Xbox. If somebody needs it, I think I ended up with a duplicate at some point. I got them floating around on something. Mm-hmm. Cause they came out on GameCube, PS2 and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Blood rain. Uh, and then other than that, I got a um, import for the Super Famicom that Ooh. I showed you gentlemen yesterday. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho 2. Uh, Kakuto no Sho. 
which is a fighting game. Ooh. That, uh, thank goodness uh, for game facts, because you can, they're one of the best ones that I've seen. Uh, you can look up, uh, I've got this thing pulled up on here. It tells me it's got all the move lists, the characters, there's a special code you can type in on the, uh, uh, on the title screen to unlock uh, all the, all the characters immediately. Um, God bless old school cheat codes. <laughs> it, you don't it, have to worry about achievements and stuff like that. It tells you all of the, you know, uh, one, two, three, four, five uh, on the on the title screen. It tells you exactly which um, option is what. You know, as far as story mode, there's a tournament mode. There's like a versus uh, like battle mode, a training mode, and then your sound options and things like that for those who don't read. Japanese because this of, of course is in Japanese it never got a western release uh, and it takes place anybody that's familiar with the the Yu Yu Hakusho anime uh, takes place within like the first I guess it's like the first two seasons I want to say maybe just the first season but it's um, uh, Yusuke Urameshi the spirit detective and it just goes through his uh, journey up to uh, the dark tournament, so it's got uh, like Taguro in there, the the big bad guy that was in uh, in the dark tournament. It's uh, it's actually a pretty damn good fighting game. Yeah, you have the, the Tagoros. Tagoro. Yeah, it's got um, your health meter. You have a like a special meter or like a power meter to where you can do your special moves because of course everybody has their own like spirit attacks um and then there's a a stun meter so every time you get hit that meter will go up and if you stop getting hit or back away and uh, it'll gradually go down but if you take too many hits in a row it'll build up build up and then you'll just sit there stunned open for uh you know like a big attack so you know there's grabs yeah there's grabs and throws and stuff like that uh, and then if your health gets low enough, your um, power meter like starts flashing and you can do what they call a desperation move, which is like a it's just a humongous attack. And if it hits, it's mm. it's devastating. Uh, so it, it leads into that thing where even if you're losing, if you wind up getting that big power attack off, you could come back. So me and my son sat down because we just finished. That sounds great. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just finished uh, watching uh, that Yu Yu Hakusho series. Is it good? And yeah, uh, <laughs> I'd say watch up to the Dark Tournament. Everything afterward, it starts getting a little convoluted and just kind of like stretched out for me. His his best work has always been Hunter X Hunter. So that's yeah, that's on my list too. I need to watch that. Um, but we sat it's down. Not very and we, expensive for Super Famicom either. No, it's not. It was. I think I paid like 14 bucks to get it shipped. Um, What's this subtitle again, Brant? Tokubetsu Hin? Kakuto no Sho. Uh, and it's... I can't remember. It's something something battle um, when it was I saw a translation. Um, but I got two because I think one was more of like a adventure fighting game it's one of those where you 
it's like limited view and you can like walk on the streets and make decisions and then you're doing like a a first person view fight kind of thing where you see like the back of your meshi's head and you're choosing what thing to do and then you have to pause mm-hmm. and choose again so i i wanted the more um just generic fighting fighting game yeah uh, and it worked out because like i said the uh, I'm I'm very happy, and it's a, you know it's actually pretty pretty in depth as far yeah. as as those move sets, and we're and me and my son were sitting there trying to get you know um, certain characters moves down, and then trying to pull off some of the more elaborate moves. And of course, it's with it being um, a regular 2D fighter, a lot of time it's it's just going to be that half circle plus punch or a full full half circle uh, or quarter circles, and so it's it takes a couple seconds to kind of get yourself into that but eventually you start pulling off those moves like eat super easy but we had a good time you know went through and played as all the characters and it's it's actually a pretty dang good fighting game um and if you're into that uh the yu yu show series it's it, there's substance there too you're gonna enjoy that um it's awesome gosh. import gaming we haven't talked about an import in a while it feels like i know I've got two. I've got two more coming. I don't know if I'm going to play those, though. Those might just be show pieces. Um, you have a Super Famicom? Or are you running it through an adapter? No, uh, just just regular Super Famicom. Oh, you have you have the console. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. I I enjoy that style. Yes, and that's. I, I wish we had gotten that one. That style is they they got it everywhere else, and of course that's also the generation where if. Uh, I mean, I guess I could have gotten the European Super Famicom because it looks the or Super Nintendo because it looks like the Super Famicom, mm-hmm. but that's the one that also is 50 hertz gaming. So, yep. And you need a power adapter, <laughs> yeah. converter to run that. So it won't display on any of our TVs, will it? Uh, uh, probably a recent monitor you can run that 50 hertz into. Mm, possibly. But yeah, imported um, uh, PAL CRT Brant, let's go. Go all the way. I still have one. So, and those I things. Got one. <laughs> and those things also. I mean, you just need something to pass it through, like a game genie or something. But I mean, they play all those different. Um, you can play English or Japanese games on them, no problem, easily. Yeah. Um, other than that, we we did play. We had some free time. We did play a little bit more of Pokemon Unite because there was. Oh, we're back in back. Bring it back. <laughs> They had some some um, event where they added another one of the uh, evolutions. They added Espeon, so you could actually earn, uh, just earn Espeon by playing some games. And they added a new game mode where normally while you're while you're playing the game, you spread out and there's like these bigger Pokemon that are for more points because this is the one where you. Uh, you're you're fighting the other team and you're fighting. There's like a little wild Pokemon off to the side, and the smaller ones were worth smaller points. There's some like large legendary Pokemon. There's like the birds and stuff that are worth um, worth more points, and you're trying to score on the other team's goals and stuff like that. But this this new game mode that they added, you can kill or KO some of these. Um, you don't these, murder them. <laughs> yeah, you you can KO some of these more legendary Pokemon, and then you can actually transform into those Pokemon. 
So you get, you know, the special move sets and stuff like that. And it's for a limited time. There's like a little circle with a, a little timer that's running out. Or, you know, if, if you start getting attacked, uh, it'll take down your health. And then you just revert to whatever Pokemon you, you chose going into the game. So... Uh, it incentivizes what other little battles like off to the side instead of yeah and it yeah. you know kind of changes things up yeah you know if somebody gets one of those you know dang um uh, the zapdos or something like the giant you know electric bird or whatever it winds up changing things a lot more or you know giving you a little edge and stuff like that so it's right. it's an interesting game mode um and it's got us at least playing a little bit here and there um france back on his bullshit <laughs> <laughs> not for very long um I th- actually i think that's it though uh I, d- I did get on get on halo last night waiting like uh like cesar said he saw he saw me and renee pop on uh i popped on for a little while and then nobody else joined in i saw cesar grinding uh, on Crunchyroll. i was like mm, yeah I'm, I'm just gonna get off because the misses didn't feel very well and we watched mm, we watched like one show and yeah. by the time she she hasn't been feeling very well and she just wanted to go to bed. So and about that time you were you were texting saying that, hey, yeah, we we, we might get on in a little bit. I'm, you know, busy right now. But Brant's like, peace. It's like, eh, yeah, probably not. It's probably not going to happen tonight. So those happen. And it seems like nobody really got on. So I don't think we missed a whole. I yeah, mean, I miss I, hanging out, of course. But it, yeah, it I noticed like that there was like nobody else on. So, yeah. It's all good. We'll get back to it. That's it for me. All right. I didn't bring us into this show. I'm not taking us out. Somebody, somebody else has to take us out. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear this my intro. My brain's already blank. It so took, what, uh, 211 episodes before yeah. I didn't do the intro? It's like fucking Maturing Canada. I had to sit there and, like, coerce myself to go through the opening again. I was like, uh. Let's go. Did you remember it? I can't wait to hear it. I'm, I'm going to listen to um, this one. It's a bastardized version of there. Yeah. Okay. We did all right. We did all Got right. Well, yeah, all right, that's it. That's the show. Um, Join us next week for another episode. Yeah, hopefully next week we'll all be alive and living. Um, and that's it. Till next time. Yep. Adios. See you. Bye. Bye. Shouldn't have said anything. See, I ruined it. <laughs> Start recording. You have to give it like a couple seconds. And the recording has started. And then he usually does, yeah. Episode blah, blah, blah.